I actually found one of the old um, one of the old cray ones that you did years ago that you sent me. Um, fantastic one, one just like the cross with Ron Cray and Reg Cray on and all that, you know. And I thought, you know, we've had visits. We've never actually spoke about the crays ever, right? You know, we're not, even on visits, we've never spoke about it. You know, like when, yeah. when you first met Ron, when did you first meet Ron? Was it Broadmoor? No, fucking Parkhurst, nineteen seventy-five. Parkhurst, nineteen seventy-five. What was he like then, then, Charlie? I was on the unit with uh, Ron and Reg in seventy-five, and uh, d- didn't you hear about the first time I met him? No, no, because I mean, obviously, that was like where the, what they got sentenced and they got arrested sixty-eight. They got sentenced in sixty-nine, but. I, you know, I never really heard about like anything like you know with with you and the craze. I've read a couple of stories, but Listen, I just, what were the like? The first time I ever met him. Yeah. This is a funny story. This. Yeah. I just arrived in Parkhurst, nineteen seventy-five, and they put me on the special unit. Everyone on the special unit was doing life, all barring me. I was only doing seven years. Yeah. But I'd been on a load of roofs and taking hostages, so they put me on there just to see how I'd be on there, you know? Right. Anyway, when I've arrived on there, they was all banged up. So they put me in my cell. They said, what we'll do with you, we'll leave, leave the door open and let you settle in because we'll be opening the lights up in about half an hour. I said, all right, nice one. So I'm cleaning my cell out, you know, as you do. Yeah. And... Uh, Always, I'm always on my hands and knees looking in the little holes and the cracks just in case there's a blade in there or drugs or money. Once I found a £50 note, you know. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I'm cleaning my old cell out and I've heard the keys and the boots and they're all opening the doors, you know. Yeah. And then I've heard a tap on my door. But before I said anything, I could smell it. It was boiling hot coffee. And coffee in 75 was a bloody luxury, believe me. Yeah. So I said, oh, who's that? So he's walked in. He's got a big jug of boiling hot coffee in one end and a packet of chocolate digestive biscuits in the other end. Double bubble luxury, that. <laughs> he should... Uh, do you like chocolate biscuits and coffee, son? I said, fucking hell, not half. He's put them on the table, put his hand out. I'm Reggie Gray. So I give him a hug. I said, God, oh, fucking nice one, Reg. Heard so much about you. Privileged to meet you. He said, I'm two souls down. If you need anything, come and see me. I said, nice one, Reg. Fantastic, mate. So I'm sitting in my cell, ducking these chocolate biscuits in my coffee. Big smile on me face. I fucking couldn't believe it, you know? Yeah. Next minute, another tap on me door. Oh, yeah. He's walked back in. He's got a battery-operated record player, pile of LPs. He said, you like a bit of music? I said, come on, not half, Reg. Thanks, mate. He said, no. I'm Ronnie! <laughs> <laughs> and that was my first meet with Ron and Rich. Ah, oh, it's amazing that, like, I mean... Fucking mate, but listen to this, that's not all. I knew from day one that Ron was mad, because I could tell by his eyes, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's why we had a lot in common, because we both suffered a little bit with unpleasant.
predictable behaviour. Yeah. Now, when he left, I was looking at all these LPs, Shirley Bassey, Cliff Richard, the Rolling Stones, the Small Faces, Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra, and every one of them sleeves of the LP was signed to them. Wow. And I often wonder whatever happened to them LPs. Yeah, that's an interesting point, eh? Interesting. They must be worth thousands, and I, I guarantee some dirty fucking screwmate had them. What were they? What were they like mentally in there? I mean, were they were they starting to adapt to being long term prisoners? Because I mean, they'd been in what five? They'd five, been seven, away then six and nine, seven. They'd been away six, seven years then. Yeah. Uh, Rich was into, seriously into his fitness. I used to spar with Reggie because we had our own gym on that unit. Yeah. I used to spar with Reg and work out with him, but Ron was a little bit, uh, he was on a lot of medication, mm. he, he was like in a dream world, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, he was in a dream, but you never knew what Ron was going to do, he used to have explosive moments. Yeah. Uh, I'll always remember, on a Sunday, we used to have uh, apple pies and cream. Uh, extra over from the kitchen because with us being a little unit we used to get little treats now and again right and it was my job to sort out the apple pies and a big do you remember them great big uh, tin teapots on the building sites yes 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 yeah well we used to have one of them on the unit I used to make a big uh, pot of tea get these apple pies anyway I've collected the apple pies from the gate where the kitchen's brought it over yeah Put it on the plate, and as I've gone away to sort something out, when I've come back, all the fucking cream off the apple, top of the apple pie is missing. But you could see where the cream's been. Some fucker has taken all the cream. Anyway, there was a geezer on there, a black geezer called Williams, yeah. and he was a Londoner. And he was doing 18 years for an armed robbery. 18 years in the 70s was a bloody big sentence, believe me. Yeah. Now, no fucker liked this geezer. And the reason they didn't like him is because he was a fucking animal. He really was a horrible cunt. And he used to walk around the landing spitting on the floor. And uh, I pulled him, Ron pulled him. And loads of people pulled him. Said, hey, don't be spitting on the floor. We've got to fucking live on this unit. Yeah. You know, none of us like being in prison, but come on, be a bit fucking hygienic. But he wouldn't listen, you know. So no, no fucker spoke to him. So we plotted up for the next Sunday, and we're all in uh, Freddie Saul's cell. Freddie Saul killed the copper in uh, Blackpool right. on a jewellery robbery. And we're all looking for the side of the door. I've put the uh, apple pies on the hot plate, as I always do. And I'm shot in the cell, and we're all in this cell looking for the gap of the door. And it was Williams, he come out. And he's looking round, checking everything, and then his fingers got on all, on the top of all the apple pies and took all the cream and eating it. Mm. We've actually seen him do it. Anyway, Ron wanted to stab him up there and then. But Red says, no, nah, no, nah, fucking, don't. let's do this fucking sorted out proper. So, what's happened then, we've drawn straws. Whoever gets the smallest straw is going to do him up, right? 
So, uh, now bear in mind, all these lads are doing 30 fucking years and what have you. I'm doing seven years. Yeah. I don't mind knocking the geezer out, but stabbing him to death, that's something else, isn't it? Yeah. So, it's a bit heavy. So, uh, what's happened? I've, uh, I've picked my straw. I was sweet. No names mentioned, but a geezer's picked his straw and he wasn't sweet, so he's got to do it. So Ron's got this fucking tool. Where he's got it from, I don't know. It's, it's got to be eight inches long. It's like a great big metal screwdriver thing embedded into a lump of wood. So we're all watching this. It's unbelievable what's happened here. We're all watching this. This Williams geezer is getting his hot, filling his flask up at the hot water boiler. This geezer will be remain nameless. Yeah. It's gone up behind him and stabbed him straight through the neck and he's come out the other side of his neck. And uh, he's dropped his flask, the geezer's walked off, and as this Williams is, is turned round, you can see the, 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 the talk right through his fucking neck. And there was blood coming out of his nose, out of his ears, out of his mouth, and it's just gone down. It was so fucking funny. But it was like looking at... Do you remember the monsters? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, they called him the Lurch. Yes. Do you remember him? And yeah, he had a bolt through his neck. Yeah. Well, that's what he fucking looked like, this cunt. Now, but, but taking him to hospital, he survived, but no one ever saw him again. Wow. Yeah, and that was all over... Fucking cream on top of the apple apple pies. Exactly. What a liberty, wasn't it? Little things like that which which happen in prison though, isn't it? Oh massive. But I remember uh, when uh, uh, Johnny Patton mm-hmm. from Luton Town doing a twelve he was, twelve years, in Parkhurst. This would have been in the seventies. He uh, fell out over half an ounce of old open tobacco with a geezer called McGee. I remember this like yesterday. And in the dinner queue, Johnny Patton stabbed this geezer in the back, well, before McGee hit the floor, he was fucking dead. He was actually dead. And all the lads were stepping over him to get their dinner, as if he was a sack of potatoes. God. Them days, mate, nobody groused up. Nowadays, you'd have hundreds of cons running in the office. Yeah. Fascinating. Fucking dirty grouses, mate. Fascinating, the, the twins. Like, were you, were you in there for long with them, though? Did they get shipped out? No, oh, I only survived there about six months. I ended up doing the governor there and got moved out. Mm. And then, what happened then? I, I, I went on the, uh, the merry-go-round again up to Durham and fucking Winchester, Wandsworth, Winston Green, Brixton. I went all over the country. And when I went back there in 78... Ron and Reg were then in the hospital wing. And uh, I ended up getting two GBH charges, got certified mad, and I went to the asylums. Then in 1979, Ron followed me, and Ron ended up in Broadmoor. I bet so he was- I then done five years in Broadmoor with Ron, mm. and then when I come back to prison in the, uh, in the 80s, I ended up doing a year in Gartree with Reg. Wow. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I visit. I first visited Reg in Gartree, and obviously, I used to visit Ron in Broadmoor. He was a different character in Broadmoor, I bet. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, fucking hell, mate. Hey, whether people like it or, or lump it, Ron was the governor, mate, in Bournemouth. Yeah. Always had his best suits on, his nice little rings and his watches and his beautiful ties. He was the daddy, wasn't he? He looked the business, didn't he? He looked the business, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He looked the fucky. I'll tell you what, I've got some memories. I, when we have a drink one day, we'll have a talk about it. I've got some brilliant memories, mate. Yeah. Absolute but... brilliant. Honestly. Really? And I, I was in Franklin Prison in a seg block. I'd just come in off the exercise yard doing me training. And I'm in my cell having a strip wash. This is 80, 95. And... Uh, Someone shouted me through one of the cell windows, Jazz, Jazz. I said, what? I'm having a wash. He said, quick, come to the window. So I've come to the window. He said, fucking Ron's dead. I said, who? He said, Ronnie Cray. I said, you're having a fucking bubble, ain't you? He said, Ronnie's dead. I couldn't, oh, fuck it. Honestly, I cried, mate. I did, because I'd lost my best mate. Yeah. I'd lost my best mate ever, ever. Because he stood by me all the way through. Charlie and his mum, Violet, used to send me parcels in, you know, trainers and tracksuits and books. They stayed loyal to me all the time, the twins, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah they did. Sad day. Sad day. Yeah. Comic relief, comic relief day that he died, so he had the last laugh. Oh, was it Comic Relief Day? Yeah, it was in there. Uh... I never knew that. <laughs> Fucking hell, I never knew that, you know. Red Nose Day. Yeah, that was it. Fuck me, you couldn't make that one up. <laughs> you couldn't. You couldn't. I never it. knew it was Comic Relief Day. Aye, unbelievable. But uh, he died young, really, when you think about it. But he was always smoking too many cigarettes and that, man. Well, all I can say was, it was an absolute fucking privilege to do a bit of time, spend a bit of my life with them two fellas. Because it doesn't matter what... And outside, it's none of my business. But inside, they were both fucking good men, mate. Yeah.